Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. And I'm Evan. And you are listening to The Friday Forge, a weekly episode where we dismantle short stories, smelt bookish ideas, and hammer out topics brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community. And this week, we are doing a short story by Stephen King called The Raft. Yeah, uh, okay, so I read this a long time ago, and uh, I thought it'd be fun. I thought thought it'd be fun. And I remembered it being kind of gross, but kind of scary. I don't know if fun uh, was the right no, word, that was, man. Uh, oh, man, I forgot about this one. Th- that was a lot. I remember I was like halfway through reading this and I was like, oh, are we really going to cover this on the podcast? Oh, but boy, as always, but I'll put a go. link in the description beneath to uh, the short story yourself online if you want to read it. But it it's grisly. grisly. It's a lot. This is definitely like the grossest thing we've ever covered on here, everybody. So. Uh, maybe people that have already read it are going to be surprised that we're even covering this because this is woof. it's wow. not only grisly but it's like kind of messed up a few at a few points too and like yeah. like we're talking grisly like a a young healthy male gets pulled through an inch and a half wide crack sort of grisly yeah. team it's pretty brutal i was just like ah, ah, ah. yeah uh so this is in skeleton crew which is one of my favorite short story collections it's got the jaunt in there and that's one of the stories that we read earlier this year or last year i guess uh but yeah so i, I was like oh let's do a short story we'll do the same uh short story collection let's do skeleton crew because it's so good it's peak stephen king it's like i don't know 1980 1979 something like that oh, he's like super on drugs and oh, yeah, just like all of his ideas right are there. flowing yeah. uh, man yeah this was a lot let's just do i'm gonna do a quick recap here i've got it written down and then we can talk more about it let's do it the story is about four college students randy deke rachel and laverne who swim to a wooden raft on a remote pennsylvania lake in october as a final outing before winter Randy notices a mysterious black substance floating on the surface that appears to chase the girls as they reach the raft. Deacon Laverne ridicule Randy's suspicions until Rachel remarks on the beautiful bands of colors on the patch's oily surface and touches it. The black patch pulls her into the water, coats her, and rips her to shreds. The horrified trio helplessly watch her be devoured, <laughs> expanding the size of the black shape. The three realize they're trapped, as Deke prepares to make a desperate jump into the lake to swim to the shore, the creature oozes up through the boards and grabs him by his foot, pulling his leg through the crack in the boards. Deke screams. The blood is forced back up through his leg and he dies shortly afterward. Laverne faints and Randy fights to maintain his sanity. Randy contemplates swimming to the shore while the creature eats Deke, but realizes that means he would have to leave the unconscious Laverne behind. After Laverne regains consciousness, she and Randy take turns sitting, standing, and watching the creature. As the temperature drops, the two slowly embrace for warmth and gradually begin to have sex, Randy assuring her that he will keep an eye on the creature. However, he is distracted by pleasure, and when Laverne's hair falls over the side of the raft, the creature tangles itself in her hair and flows over her face. Knowing he will be unable to save her, he kicks her over the side of the raft in a panic, quickening her death. Randy barely gets any sleep as night falls, since the creature flows under the raft every time Randy tries to sit down, forcing him to remain permanently standing. He finally breaks down and gives up, acknowledging the hopelessness of the situation. He fantasizes about rescue and sings deliriously, suffering from extreme fatigue. At last, Randy turns to the creature and contemplates if the creature's hypnotizing colors will take the pain out of being consumed. Randy does not look away as the creature's colors shimmer before him. A man that lived like a coward and died like one. I don't know. I thought it was pretty 
brave of him to at least like I, I mean I guess I would have tried swimming away I guess for sure that's why I thought that he kicked Laverne's body in I was like good man okay he knows that she's gone so end her quickly and give himself the chance to escape right and then yeah, he but just maybe sits by there. that point you'd be so tired like you'd be so exhausted and not to yeah, mention traumatized to the point of right, but, but like seeing your three friends be devoured by this mysterious substance right in front of you I mean I feel like it, it there's a couple parts during the short story where it's like, how quickly am I about to start losing my mind? Because this right. is just bonkers. Like, this is so far Nuts. past anything that I could mentally handle right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I would do in that situation. I mean, not well, right? But I think that panic and, like, if anything, watching your friends be killed would be, like, super motivation to at least try, knowing that you're super screwed if not. That's why it's such a good idea that uh, King wrote how alluring the colors of the thing were. Mm-hmm. That was a really smart decision because then... He's thinking like, okay, well, maybe it, because it's making me kind of like loopy anyway, maybe that's the way that it kind of like kills you out before it right. kills you. Something Lulls like that. you into complacency and then consumes you. Oh my God. I love how it didn't describe anything, but like where it came from, what it is, doesn't matter. None yeah. of that matters. The question it's of what is deal. it irrelevant. That's so far out the window. It doesn't even matter at all. It's so cool. Uh, what did you think it was? If you could give it a backstory, do, do you want to give it a backstory? Um, well, I mean, I feel like I don't because it's a scary movie, but I have already created one just because that's what my brain does when I read these sort of things. Um, I think that this was a creature that was either dropped off or it was probably on like a comet or some sort of meteor, like living as an amoeba. And then it crashed into this lake or somewhere around and like managed to work its way into the water. So it's like some other worldly organism that uh, was hitching a ride on a meteor. Maybe it was dropped off by some aliens who just had it aboard their spacecraft. But I think it was probably the comet one. I think I like that backstory better. What do you think it was? Um, I like the idea that it was kind of like a uh, a mutation of sorts, you know, like Ooh. like pond scum and lakes are already, there's already so many chemicals up in there. Not chemicals, but you know what I mean? Living organisms in a biosphere like that, right? Right. There's so much going on. Physical there. manifestation of us trashing our planet. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, that, that, ooh, that's a good one too. Actually, yeah. Maybe if that had been written <laughs> a little bit later, I would have uh, drawn that conclusion. But this is in the 80s where people were like, you know, Throwing plastic on the ground and didn't care. Oh, yeah. I don't like know. I throwing cigarette butts just still lit. Of course, people still do that out their window. Like, what the hell? Didn't they put a chemical in cigarettes to make it so that it doesn't, that it eventually burns out? Burns they itself did. Out? Yeah. About 15 yeah. years ago, it's like um, every, I think it's 30 seconds that it'll go out on its own. So that way it prevents some forest fires from happening, hopefully. Uh, right. Though I know it still happens, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, so I felt like um, the guy Deke was insufferable. Like, he was the I, worst. Not, I didn't like want him to die or anything, but and he didn't deserve to go out the way that he did. That was oh. the worst of all three of them being sucked through like a little, he said like a quarter inch or a half an inch at the most. Yeah, dude. Dude, if that happens to me, please put me in a rear naked choke. I'll show you how to do it if we're ever in the situation. <laughs> so that way, like, take me unconscious, bro. If that'll ever happen to you, I'm getting behind you. And just eight seconds later, you're totally unconscious. You're not going to experience your body being pulled between two boards. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, there's an interview with Stephen King, and I can't remember. I think he was on Charlie Rose, or maybe it was like one of the forewords to one of his books or something. I can't remember what it was, but he was saying, you know, I'm a horror author, but what I if I can't scare you, I'm at least going to gross you out. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> he did. He like both. proudly said that. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain horror in this, in the sense that they're trapped, right? Right. That's kind of the main. Um, like while you're reading and the it, unknown. You, 
Well, yeah, that too, for sure. I mean, I think that um, there is a, there's a lot of horror in, and it, movies do this all the time too, where there's a part of you that's like, just get out of there, just run away, just swim away, but they can't. And they, they, but it's like, they didn't try to yet. So that's still on the table in a sense. And that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the horror comes from is because there's always a chance that maybe they could do it. Right. And I'm assuming the raft must have been attached to some sort of buoy or something because they never like paddled the side to see if they could get the raft to it's, move. It's anchored out there. It's anchored. Like, okay. Okay. And they probably didn't want to stick their hands in there anyway. Find it telling that the handsome jock who has had everything, I mean, I don't know his full life story or anything, but it seems like he's had everything kind of handed to him, like women's scholarships, uh, and as such, hasn't had to develop any real sense of bravery, discipline, or morals. Uh, He's the first one to declare the girl dead, and I don't think that he held uh, Randy back from going in because he wanted to save Randy. I think he was doing it because it was like, if anyone's going to save anyone here, it's of course has to be me, but I'm way too scared to go in there, <laughs> but I'm not going to admit that. So I'm going to hold you back being like, I'm not going to save her and you aren't either. And then give that this week, like she's already dead, bro. It was like, okay, you know, and he's the first one to write her off. Yeah. And um, the, like, like writing the relationships between these characters uh, in the way that King did in a very, very short amount of time. I and mean, this is like a 26 page little short mm-hmm. story. Um, but you know, there's a lot of kind of enmity or you know bad vibes, I guess, uh, between Randy and Deke, and you know, like not bad, but like uh, Randy, Randy is jealous of Deke in a certain way, but right. also there's some resentment. But I think they're different. Oh, that's such a better. That's a way better word than <laughs> yeah. all the other words that I use. Because like I've been friends with some like beautiful men before. Like one of my friends growing up, Kurt. He's just great at everything, and he's a the prettiest man just has rippling physique, you know, and if we were ever like out on the town together, you know, it's like he was not the guy you wanted to go like pick up chicks with, you know, cause he's just, he's an unstoppable <laughs> force. Like there's nothing, you know, and like, there's a little bit of like, ugh, like, you know, resentment, I guess you could call yeah. it, but you know, you also have to um, temper that behind like, well, I love my buddy, you know, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's not he's, his fault that he looks yeah. amazing every <laughs> he's time. He's charming, you know, <laughs> but then I found it interesting that, Deke hits the girl also, right? Because what is he had totally disrupted his own opinion of himself, his own image of like being a strong protector and like like freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. And so he hits her, I think, to like regain and reassert his own image of himself to establish the hierarchy. And what does she do? She immediately starts making fun of Randy for not knowing what this thing is. I thought you were the brain because she's like, well, I'm not on the top of the level because I was just hit, but I'm not at the bottom because I'm going to make fun of the bottom. And she's like establishing her hierarchy. Yeah. There's like a little, uh, like in a panic situation like this, everybody needs to like slot into their roles. Yeah. But it, you know, it's funny because it ultimately doesn't matter at all. Cause they all die, which I thought was a, a an interesting choice. Well, we don't for, know that Randy dies. I guess we don't. It's I mean, I'm just going to very assume. much. Well, assumed. <laughs> he does. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I watched the, have you heard of, you know what Creep Show is? No. Um, I think there's two of them. I could be wrong. There could be three of them, but they're these um, like collections of horror stories like they were turned into movies. Oh, okay. Uh, like in like the mid to late 80s, maybe in the early 90s. I haven't done a lot of research on Creep Show, but I did watch the movified, televised, filmified version of this, <laughs> which you can find on YouTube without oh, cool. too much. Yeah, to, uh, just type in The Raft. Creep show on YouTube. Is it well done? Find it. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, all you know, all the comments on YouTube are like, "This is one of the classic horror skits and forever." Like, oh, so sure. much nostalgia. I remember watching this as a kid, just like on every single video, YouTube video you ever watch. You know, like if 
if YouTube comments were the rubric for how good things were, everything would be the most amazing thing you've ever seen because it's or just, awful or terrible. Yeah, no middle ground. But anyway, like the the short was kind of cool because they they kept to a lot of the dialogue and even a lot of like the inner thought processes that Randy was having, which I thought oh, was cool. kind of cool. Uh, like we got the yellow Camaro in there. Um, but pretty much most of the opening lines and a lot of the other lines kind of scattered through this were in there. Um, the setting was good. Uh, but the actors were like, they like picked these guys up off the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they, Buff. <laughs> they were just I like, was like the oh blood and gore. Um, it wasn't super gory, which okay. I thought was nice. Um, they could have gone a lot farther with it. The short story is detailed. Like oh, very, very he detailed. Pops like a pimple once he yeah, gets pulled through that. It's it was very, disgusting. It's a lot. Yeah. And just so everyone understands what I'm talking about when I said that it's not positive that Randy dies because the story ends with Randy like trying to find a way that he can die without any pain and looking allowing himself to look and kind of fall into the colors that this thing gives off that it tries to uh, it doesn't go over the side which you're totally right like we don't just ends right there but in the in the little short film that they made uh he gets to the beach like he swims off over oh really he gets onto the beach and he keeps saying, I beat you, I beat you. And then the thing like rears up out of the water and swallows no. him like on the beach <laughs> and drags him back in. Yeah. And then like it pans over to a sign that's kind of hidden by plants that says no swimming, which I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, but I don't know why they would like put the sign up there and like not deal with the thing. And it's like if they'd already been there before, there wasn't a problem. Like there was like, yeah, a, it made me think a lot about <laughs> maybe too much. You know what I mean? They ever put yeah. like way too much thought into why the no swimming sign was up there, but anyway, the uh, the short was really good uh, in the sense that uh, it captured a lot from the short story and uh, got got the raft and like the blobby thing. It looked like a trash bag, basically, which is what I pictured. Honestly, I mean, same uh, in the story. It kind of it the way that Randy kind of describes it at first is it's like this kind of bulbous thing like sticking An out of water. Slick. But it had like a like a shape to it that was sticking out of the water. They said it looked like a checker. Uh, yeah, because he said it looked round, like a little like mound or something. I don't know if it was ever sticking out, but he could tell it definitely wasn't a, a oil, oil slick. slick, you know, because yeah. he could tell it had like you know clearly defined edges and stuff. But it started to move and creep. And I like how it was interesting that he was afraid of it from the beginning. You know, he was like panicking and even like hurt one of the girls' legs as he pulls her up. Because he was like, "Get in here now." Because it looked like it was going for them, and see, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's the thing too is, um, if this was happening to me, and I think this lends a lot to how scary this is, is like if this was happening to me, that would be. I mean, now obviously after reading this for the second time, even uh, now if I go to a lake and I see anything on the water, I'm gonna freak out. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> but the but water that you can't see the bottom is like a terror for sure. Oh yeah, no, that's a, I think it's called the lassophobia. Oh wow, uh, good. good name drop man yeah um that's a that's like a real super common thing i kind of force myself to just swim in it for a while whenever i get because it does it's not always you know sometimes i'm totally fine but then sometimes i feel that like it's just that maw coming up from the oh yeah unknown. no it's i mean it you're terrifies in a, you're, me you're you're in one of the biggest spaces you could be in if you think yeah. about it you know yeah and lakes it's kind of silly because it's just a lake you know but the ocean it's like man there's I don't know. I feel like lakes are creepier than the ocean because the ocean, yeah. like everything's constantly moving around. You know what I mean? The ocean's like, literally scarier, though. Like I guess because it's like way bigger. You know, we don't know what's in there. The lake, it's like there's not going to be a Loch Ness monster in this tiny little but lake. People like go dump stuff in lakes and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like a mattress frame. It's not nearly as scary as like a megalodon mouth. Maybe it's a haunted mattress frame, man. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but like uh, here in Oregon, there are a ton of lakes. Like, and I, Chad and I both grew up in Central Oregon, so we were in and out of lakes all the time. And as a kid, it's like, I'm at the lake. 
woo, you know, like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care at all. But as as you start to get kind of older and watch your share of horror movies and read your share of aware of what you do stories. not know. Yeah, um, I can't get the image out of my head of like all the things that aren't supposed to be in the lake at the bottom of the lake. Mm, and interesting. Like all the oh, it's like well, that scares energy. you, huh? Like like a like a rusty cart down there. It's like, like it's like an energy thing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Okay. Or like we have man-made lakes Things here. Forgotten. I think um like uh like Manzanita. I think in Central Oregon is a man-made lake. Um, so oh, okay. there was a bunch of there were like structures and they do that that's in the fishermen too actually there there are a lot of um like places around the country where we will make man-made lakes that just happen like to reservoirs flood. yeah uh, that happen to flood places where some industry or some people were at some point you know there are like uh, there's like bodies in the ground and stuff that the lake like washes right. over and so it's weird it goes over cemeteries and stuff that's interesting that you're afraid of kind of the lost objects it's it's your your i mean your terror is more like deeper it's it's like not only the unknown but kind of like things left forgotten and like this that's interesting i'm a monster only scared of monsters (laughs) like that's it i feel like that'd be a more in like a cooler way to go than like being swallowed by an oil slick that gets yeah, progressively sure. bigger the more people it eats, which I thought was such a, a such a Stephen King like addition. You know what I mean? That this thing just right. gets big. It's like it's getting full. You can of basically it hear does. it belly laughing. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Before we move on from the monster thing, I just want to tell a quick yeah. little tale, which is why I'm afraid of the ocean. There was a shark that was tagged under some study or something. So they had a little like a beacon on it that could monitor the shop shark's vitals and its location. And then like one day that thing started going off because it was like to make an alarm sound if like it, it experienced a rapid change and they watched this thing go from like the normal depth of a shark i don't know what it is to like way deeper than a shark ever it can even go it can even survive under the pressure and the thing got hotter and they were like that could what? only mean that it was swallowed by something bigger than Whoa. it and it went down 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 and the, the thing it was on a great white shark like a full-grown big Whoa. shark They're like we know of no animal that can swallow this shark so it could have been a malfunction or something of the device but who knows so that's the sort of stuff that scares me and you can look that up that is a (laughs) that is that is true stuff right there so yeah ocean's scary you know at at the at the tail end of all those kinds of stories um there's usually a pretty good explanation like a naturalistic material explanation for why something like mermaids but (laughs) siren mermaids uh but it, it is it, there is so much there to think about and that's where the real terror comes from yeah yeah i i think there's there's stuff in the ocean there's stuff in the ocean we don't Hell know yeah about. we didn't even know of the giant squid until like 25 years ago until one watched washed up on the beach we're like oh well, we, that is real we had heard yeah we had heard stories about it yeah it was um, like a creature of legend yeah but we yeah but we were like oh wow that thing actually exists uh, have you read black tongue thief yet no i still haven't uh, there's like uh, a giant like a squid chunk month. of that that oh, is cool. awesome. Yeah. The, um, there's a there's a book called The Deep uh, by Nick Cutter that I'm that I want to read really soon. It's the same guy that wrote The Troop, um, but I've got it right back here behind me, and I'll probably yeah, read that. Clearly has a well. naming convention for his books. Cutter, The Deep, The Troop, The, tro- the Deep. Oh, uh, then he has another one called Little Heaven. So it's not oh, every okay. one of them, but all the covers kind of look the same, which is interesting. Or the spines do at least. Tell me your thoughts when they first started to hook up, because I was like incredulous yeah, and kind of yeah. sick to my stomach. Okay, so yeah, I have, I, that's actually what I was just about to ask you because, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gross. Um, I mean, I, 
you know, the the part of me that tries to see the best in everybody and tries to understand my way through most situations kind of gets it because it's just like they're probably they're hopeless like right whatever. they needed warmth they needed comfort like, i get that not? part yeah but um, cuddle but it, cuddle yeah but at the same time it was, it was just like like i don't even i don't i don't judge them for smashing like right. you know a couple of couple of like college I, kids do it do, do your thing. after watching their two friends be but, eaten alive right, 15 was, minutes prior exactly. though it's like yeah you just watched two of your friends die so that's like kind of i would i don't think i'd be in the Still mood covered in deke's blood if i was in that situation and i was with somebody and they were like you know it'd be a good idea right now is if we had sex i'd be like we should rain check on that and the, and just keep that energy until the next time we're not here you know what I mean? Right. Because obviously, keep that. Doing... I like how you try to plan for the future. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's like let's not take it off of the table. Let's just couch but, it for but, now. Yeah, because because obviously, um, you know the way that that cosmic karma works and the way that the cosmic comedy works, uh, we will die if this happens. Absolutely. You know I mean? so, like the way that the situation has built up to the point that it has no i'm not doing right. that so, can you think so. of one more thing that would be more distracting more disruptive right, exactly. like it's a very movement based activity it's very distracting you're very going to be very focused it does things to your mind turns off all sorts of like inhibition and fear centers and like you know people will do things that they would never imagine when they don't have the those chemicals running through their brain you know and they're not turned on it's just like wow wow guys i can't believe that this is the decision um he was the one to kind of further it along which made me even kind of hate him more because at first i was like okay he's gonna be the survivor here he's gonna do something smart he's the brave one who has actual morals but like man he, he just kind of disappointed me at every turn i mean but that's like a it's a horror story you know like, yeah this is uh you know he's not gonna figure out a way for them to get out of there you know uh no they're trapped on a raft with this weird blob right thing. and it's gonna it's gonna eat them all it's gonna eat know? them and then it, that's gonna be the end of it <laughs> right well, now we obviously don't know until we're in that situation because you know you don't know yourself until you are but would you have gone the route uh that i you know so was was so quick to call him a coward for which was the easy way out kind of lulling himself in and then going out let's just assume assume he did go in um or would you have gone down fighting and tried to make it to the shore or what would have been your path I think I would have swam um, yeah. like after the first person died. They're not in a clear mindset, obviously. And I don't know that I would be either. Right. Um, but I think they were like, a, it said like 50 yards away, like 150 feet, which is a decent amount um, to swim. But if you're afraid for your life, like you could probably swim pretty quick. You're going to be hoofing it through the water, especially if you just kicked Laverne in and he has some, a snack to chump on for a minute. I was like, what are you doing? Go, go, yeah. go. Yeah, that would have been the ideal time to go. But yeah. what about what about you? Oh, I would have done the same thing. Either that or I would have tried to, you know, we've seen nothing to lend support to the idea that you can unattach yourself from this thing. Because I would have, if if we did, or I if I would have had a knife on me, I would have tried maybe like almost cutting off my hand or something and like get, letting it get it, trying to then pull it up onto the raft and then like losing that hand and then jumping in, you know? <laughs> That's such a complicated series of I know. Things. I mean, you have all the time in the world to think about it, though. I mean, and I don't know if I'm man enough right, to be able yeah. to cut off my own hand. I don't know, but you know, this is unrelated. But have you seen the movie Green Room? Maybe. What that sounds really familiar. It's a movie about the band that um, gets they have they get a show in like rural Oregon where they uh, kind of realize that they're at like a neo-Nazi convention, basically. Um, but yeah, then they get kind of like caught up in what's going on there. Um, like uh, Patrick Stewart's in it, and Patrick Stewart plays, on like, Jews. 
the lead neo-nazi no uh well i mean yeah obviously but it's not like what the movie's about um but it's just about it's about like this band that's caught up in like what's going on there and um the hand thing just that you mentioned uh is a is a thing in that movie and oh. it's just maybe th- no i mean that's well, that's one of those movies that i'm never gonna watch ever again yeah even though i liked it you know what i mean kind of like with like uh, the revenant i'm never gonna watch the revenant again because no, it's just no, like, like i did it the I saw, yeah like i saw it i know what it is i get it like nope not doing that again. Yep. Um, history but, X, America History X, one and Dunner for yeah, sure. That one's oof, damn. Uh, but yeah, it's much like those movies, uh, I don't know when the the next time I'm going to read this story is. Um, I forgot about a lot of the gruesome details, and then rereading this. Uh, I'm glad it everybody seems to that's be a with theme us. Sometimes there's been so many times I was like, "Sorry, man, I didn't quite yeah. realize." This was in my brain as like a really good story, and then, but I mean, never have I ever been like Evan. I wish I wouldn't have read that. Like this was great and yeah. a great form of horror because. It's something that I'm already afraid of, deep water. So it's not like I got more afraid of deep water. Uh, and it's not something that's going to haunt me tonight. You know, it's like this thing lives in the water. It's not really like a fear that I'm going to relate to right now. And so, like, I thought it was awesome. I enjoyed yeah, it. Thoroughly. I mean, I just personally, if there's a raft out in the middle of a lake, um, and if any of you are listening right now and we end up in that situation and you want to go hang out on the raft, I'm not going to go. And no. it's, it's just like a simple thing. And uh, we'll consider this short story a cautionary tale yeah and everyone needs to know how to do the rear naked choke so they can put their friends under when they're being brutally squeezed to death this is why you all listen to this podcast okay like for excellent life advice (laughs) we started gruesome and uh this is probably the grossest thing we've ever talked about on this podcast but you learned a few things and uh lining there is (laughs) you know chad and i as people much better now but thank you so much for listening to this episode everybody always look forward to these friday forges uh join us next week when chad and i cover some topics brought forth by the discord and by my tiktok and just the community in general and if you have anything that you would like answered go ahead and hop into the discord there is a channel friday forge and put your questions in there it's always nice to know exactly what questions you want us to answer or else we start going off on uh, people being squeezed between boards and uh which uh, fantasy character we would have with us to kill the dark lord which was an awesome episode yeah, by the way we might do something like that again soon because that was- i wrote a whole list of like things that were kind of similar <laughs> sweet yeah. alright everybody thank you so much for listening to this episode we'll see you next time hope you have an awesome rest of your day and of course happy reading bye everybody Thank you.